madre, ahorita vemos qué pedo. Qué pedal, qué highs, qué rollo, qué pedo, pinche Pablo. Welcome back, familia, to another episode of Una Más y Nos Vamos Podcast. Yo soy Benjamin Tobar, along with Mike Carnal, Juan Tobar, and the homie Eric Deluxe. ¿Cómo andamos, carnal? Todo bien, carnal. How you doing, man? We're doing good, man. Let's uh, try to get this uh, podcast thing just uh, jumping off once again. I know it's been a while since we were on the mic, but uh, not as long as it was last time. So I think we're getting a little bit of a rhythm. What do you think? Yeah, we just got to push each other, dog. So I was calling you earlier, like, what's up, man? We're going to make it happen or what? Because um, it's easy just to fucking be like, mañana, mañana, you know? And mañana never comes. Yeah. But you know, it's like I always push you, but I don't think you understand the reasons why. <laughs> Callese, cabrón. <laughs> what's up, man? How you been? Good, good. You know, I like today. Today was a... Was pretty uh, chilly, and you know, get that rain, that rain vibe, and it's it's almost like we never had a winter, so it kind of feels like winter. Yeah, I trip out, huh? Like, fuck, what was it? Uh, about a week ago or so, um, it didn't even feel like fucking uh, like winter, dog. You know what I mean? It was super hot. It was nice and cool during the night, and in the days, it was fucking super hot. It was crazy, man. Weather is changing for sure. You know, January ninety degree days in California. What else can you ask for, right? Yeah, but nah, it's still beautiful regardless, man. But yeah, we got a little bit of rain out here. What about you guys? You guys get rain out there or no? Nah. If anything, we're gonna get some rain this uh, this coming week. You didn't get no rain today? No. Oh shit. Not yet. I haven't looked outside. Yeah, we got some rain. Um, nothing crazy, but it came down for about an hour, and it's not raining now. Some, but some good rain. Yeah, good rain though. I need some of that over here. We need rain fucking period, dog. We're always in a dry spell in California. Shit, it's been fucking, it's been a while. I can't remember. Well, antes teníamos buenas lluvias, güey. I can't remember the last time we had some good showers, you know? Las mejores lluvias que yo he mirado así que digas tú, ay, güey, está lloviendo bien chingón. Siempre va a ser en México. Oh, yeah, dude. Fuck yeah. Allá sí llueve lo que se llama lluvia. Yeah, it's crazy because right there where my dad's from, uh, Acambaro, Guanajuato, there's, uh, they live like in the, in between the hills, right? Did I show you that video I recorded that one time where we were traveling in the, in the center of the, of the town and shit and all the water from the top, right? Cause it's, it's, it's all coming down. So the fucking, uh, it was super, uh, flooded down there, you know, it's fucking crazy. Yeah, it is. And it's, uh. You know, we don't get that here, so we're not even used to that type of rain. We're not used to that type of flooding. And But to us, if we get flooded like that, you know, you're going to have every news van in the in the country right there the recording, checking it out. So California's been flooded, our torrential rains, and it's, it's nothing compared to how it rains in Mexico. Oh, yeah. I know. I'm sure you've fucking seen all those signs as you're going up north with all the farmers and shit out there. Um They need those rains, dog. People want to fucking, they want to eat good shit, but, you know, we don't have, we're, we're really scarce on the rain out here, man. Yeah, to them, I mean, uh, to us, rain is mostly just, we just want to look at it. We don't really see the what the source of it or uh, what it really means. But like you said, yeah, when you drive up north from where, where we're at, you know, you're driving up north and you see all the farmers, are, you know, they're hurting for some rains, for some uh, some water, period. 
you know, because uh, if they're not, if if it's not raining, they have to bring the water from somewhere, right? Yeah, definitely, man. To water those crops. Yeah, man, that's crazy though, man. Well, either way, what are you drinking on, carnal? Uh, right now I got some Kolsch, man. Remember that one time you uh you had brought me a little four pack of that Kolsch from uh, Bottle Logic. Okay. I, I ended up finding some down the street from your pathway at some little uh that little chicken spot. So I bought me a little uh, four pack of that. That shit's really gas good. Station, man. Gas station chicken, everyone. I recommend gas station chicken. It's the best. You know what? I was skeptical about that shit, man. Until you brought it that one day, I was like, "Fuck, gas station chicken, no mames, way." And then fucking, I ate it. And even their little, uh, their little spice, the little what was it called? The little shaker that they sell there. Yeah, yeah. That thing's fucking badass. The way we used it on some ribs one time. And um, what else did we use? You know, we used it on uh, just meat in general, huh? Like you put steak, that I shit think. On, on on everything. Yeah, that shit's really good, way. Really good. All it is is just a heavy spice of, uh, I don't know, I don't even know what they put in it, but it's really, you can't go too heavy on it either because it's really salty. Yeah. And what's that? What's the, the process that they use? You said it's not deep fried, it's what, Ben? It's broasted. Broasted, it's huh? It's like, a, yeah, it's like, a, it's like a deep fried, but in under pressure. Is that supposed to be healthier or what? Well, yeah, because it doesn't suck in any of the oils. So you pretty much it flash it flash uh what do you call it flash fry once you yeah flash fries the the chicken it's probably so super, as soon as it hits and so it just seals everything probably super so hot on huh? like so just fucking yeah so even like if you yeah if you leave a piece out and you don't need it and you heat it up again you don't open it and it's not greasy it's just the chicken yeah it's not the I think with that with the greasy chicken weight también is people fucking uh, when they're cooking the shit they're putting it in when the oil's too cold dog. Yeah, the temperature. So it sits there and it's fucking and it's eating up all this oil and shit. And it's I don't mean to me it's not very good. I think the 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 baseline I think they said is three fifty way where you you know you could you're able to drop it and fucking you know you get that nice fry. Yeah, either way it's a it's good chicken. So if anybody's out there looking for it, I think it's called the crunchy the crunchy kitchen chicken or something like that ah, but, qué buena pinche recomendación te aventaste, uh, you, you, you must buy it at a gas station so if you're <laughs> buying it somewhere else it's, it's not the, the real deal it has to be at a gas station i think uh, it's got to be valero you're gonna find that a valero or one of these other those uh, little small uh, ones off, huh? off the wall joints yeah you're not gonna find it at AMPM or none of that so it's, it's one of those hood gas stations, you know? Yeah, I'll, I'll recommend that shit, too. I don't remember what the fuck it's called, but yeah, I'll recommend that shit all day. No, Crispy Crunch Chicken is what it's called. All right, yeah. And I'm, it's a chain, right? So I'm sure it's not only a... Yeah, it's a chain. Crispy Crunch Chicken. Available at your nearest gas station. <laughs> no, no. So you can buy it there, and it's uh, it's pretty delicious. If you're into fried chicken. Who is it, man? Fuck. Shit's delicious. I mean, to me, it took me, uh, you know, obviously, what, what's your go-to for fried chicken? You know what? Fried chicken way, um, probably Popeye's. But because, you know what? This, well, I don't know if it's, it depends on the places, way. Because I know out here, we had a couple of Kentucky Fried's way. But, goddamn way, you fucking bite into that fucking skin, bro. And it's just nothing but fucking oil, way. It just drips down your chin. Yeah, way. So... I mean, I'm not super health like that way. I mean, uh, recently I am, but um, yeah, it's still it's still a fucking all bad way, you know. And I feel that Popeyes, it's the same shit way. Fried is fried, you know. 
but I, I feel like it's a lot less less greasy. And I, and if it's not that way, well, if, well, we're talking about fried, right? But if it's pollo, pues el pinche pollo loco. El pollo loco, you can't go wrong, you know? Yeah, pollo loco, but I mean, as far as the classics, like a Kentucky fried. What was, right? that, what was that? Pioneer chicken? Remember that shit? Pioneer chicken, yeah. Pioneer Kentucky fried. I mean, those are all good chickens. I mean, they're they're there for a reason. But yeah, when, when you start looking at recipes and how they're cooked and the grease in them, yeah, it's kind of... You like you uh, like, it's like some of the some of the best pizzas is super greasy, but that's the what's what kicks in all the flavor, right? Do you like skin on or skin off? No, it has to be skin on. Yeah, but because the fried, that's how that way with the skin. That's what yeah, the fried. That's what the, the fried is. Fry the right? meat, but, unless they. Another a good idea would be take the meat off and bread the actual chicken. Just the like pure the actual it. the meat. Re yeah, rebread it without the skin. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We're on to something. That's like a that billion dollar idea right there. ¿Qué tal so mejor no, ¿qué tal mejor no, that más traga, no tragas chicken y ya? <laughs> If any of you guys want to take it, I need a cut from that. Uh -huh. Either way. Yeah, dude, but check this out. Uh, uh, off uh, off the tangent, off of another topic. Did you watch that uh, Richard Ramirez Night Stalker on Netflix? I did, bro. Fucking crazy, man. Did you watch the whole thing? I did. It was a four episode thing on Netflix. Um, you know what? I had seen a, a few of his documentaries like, you know, that people put together, maybe not necessarily a documentary, but maybe just like a little montage that people put together like on YouTube and shit. But um, you know what I was tripping on is that they none of those do they really talk about um, that he was like a pedophile dog. You know what I mean? Yeah, that, that caught me off guard, too, when he, when they started talking about children. I was like, holy shit, what is that all about? Yeah, and then they even had that one girl that was on there that she said that what she did, to, what he did to her, you know? And I was like, why, how come nobody ever talked about that? Like, I mean, I've known about this case for as long as I could remember, dog, and I've never heard him, I've never heard that been brought up, you know? Yeah, and, uh, and, and yeah, it was weird to see, uh, I mean... Spoiler alert or not, I don't think uh, where it's already been a while since it's been out, right? I don't think. It's oh, yeah, yeah. No, it's been, what, maybe about a week or two, maybe? And people are home yeah, now, so I know you motherfuckers are binge watching this shit. So ch check it out. It's a, it's a good watch, especially kind of, uh, well, for for me, especially, it kind of came in, uh, it kicked in because it was something that happened around, you know, around the neighborhood. And everybody was on edge, and everybody was thinking about it. So I remember a lot of things that were going on around that time, you know, just because it was in the, in the East LA area where where I grew up, or where we grew up, and it was some scary times, man. Yeah, I think I was too small, bro, to remember that I like the actual details and all that shit, or being scared or anything like that. But um, yeah, he hit close to a, a lot of spots right there in El Sereno where we grew up. And then not only that, bro, I mean, now that we were out here in Whittier now, um, he hit a bunch of spots out here, Pico Rivera, Whittier. Um, yeah, a lot of spots nearby. So he was he was on a good one, bro. He was on a fucking good one. Just I think every every other day or something like that, he was killing somebody. So he didn't have like a yeah, huge yeah. streak where it was like years and years like these other fucking uh, serial killers, you know, but he definitely... Um, He definitely did some damage, bro, like uh, early on. Just kind of went fucking balls in and just did it, you know? To me, I, I do remember, like, um, I do remember being scared about it because it was all over the news. 
I do remember uh, parents talking about it. I do remember watching the news. And it was one of those things where it, it was called the Night Stalker. So it was one of those things where you were, you know, you, you didn't want to be alone. You didn't want to be in the dark. You didn't want to even checking all, the, all your windows, checking all your doors. I mean, he, I don't know if it was the media that put the panic into the people, but he was lurking in those areas, you know. But it was one of those things where what 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 would happen if if you did encounter him? Fuck, man. You know what? To be honest, well, I mean, I, I could tell you what I would do now, what I would try to do at least, because you know, the fucked up thing with a lot of these guys, bro, they they catch you at the most vulnerable times. You know, like a lot of those people were fucking knocked out, way like late night. He was, you know, I don't know how 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 far he studied them or or how much he was looking at them or whatever. But I mean, this guy, it was all. Obviously the nighttime, right? Because that's that's the time he can fucking be sneaky and shit. But that's when he was catching people in bed and all this shit. So, you know. Yeah, well, I think that was his mo. You know, just having them. Uh, it was almost just preying on the on the easy, you know, easy pickings. It was late at night. You're sleeping. You know, he was doing elderly people. He was. Uh, uh, your children, just whoever whoever wasn't gonna be able to battle him, that's who he was taking out. Women, right? Older women. He was just battling. What? You never heard him kill like anybody. He was killing people in their sleep when they were knocked out, but nobody yeah. ever really challenged him to a fight or a gunfight or anything. Because if that would have happened, then I don't think he would have been there. Yeah, and they had that survivor, right, that was on there that he said, him and his wife, or he got shot twice, but somehow those fucking bullets that he was using, he probably surplused them from somewhere, and they were super old, and and they didn't do, they they did damage, but not enough to fucking kill the people, you know, and, but yeah, I mean, he was, you know, I guess once you're, I guess once you go in, for you're fucking committed, bro, you know, you're gonna fucking, you're gonna go for it, you know. Yeah, but it, it almost seemed like his his whole uh, his whole killing spree and all that. It was more like he was a. A lot of the things that he did were like pretty. Uh, you know, he was a coward because he would only oh, yeah, he would definitely. go for e- he would he would go for easy. You know, easy. He never challenged anybody to anything. You know, even yeah. uh, even even uh, you know at the end when he got caught, right, and people mobbed him. I mean. If you're a real killer, you would have done something, right? And at that point, it just looked like he broke down. Well, he did get hit in the head with the with the with the. Oh, with he the ended steel up in where pipe, was it? So. in L.A. somewhere, no? Yeah, yeah, he ended up in L.A. And then he, he, I think they took him to General Hospital after he got knocked in the head with the pipe. But I mean, uh, well deserved, I guess. Fucking with the L.A. people, dog. Ta cabron, you know. They ain't gonna fucking. It was, and there was some paisa food too. You seen them on there? Yeah, I see everybody was fucking cheering them on. And, Señor, that was Russ. Like, it was Russa. <laughs> he got his claim to fame right there. His five minutes. I think. Uh, I For think real, they, that that guy got interviewed and all kinds of shit after that. I mean, it was it was a big deal. This whole uh, Richard Ramirez thing was a big deal in L.A. At that time, it was a big deal. I remember the schools were doing, uh, uh, you know, they make you walk in pairs to your house. 
they would tell you not to. So they were when they were giving their their speeches in the morning, they would tell you certain things that you couldn't do like when you were walking home, like don't talk to anybody, go straight home. They were doing all this shit, you know. Yeah, and like I said, man, there's, there's, there's a way. Así como estabas diciendo, like the him being a coward way, and has there has there ever been an actual serial killer that would battle anybody? Because now that I'm thinking, you know, they usually prey on the, I don't know, on the weak. I guess you would say, right? I mean, I guess that's their easy target, right? You know. Yeah, I don't think there is. I think that's that's the that's the whole stigma behind it. I think that's what they. That's why you know when you become prey, it's not a challenge. It's because they're gonna sneak up on you. At your when, like you said, when they're most vulnerable. So most, like for him, it was people that were knocked out. It could be yeah. somebody that's, uh, you know, you could take a. I mean, you could go many routes. It's it's usually when you're not, when you're not able to defend yourself. That's usually when you're gonna get caught. Hey, did they kind of did they kind of because uh, I think they only they only did that one mention of of him being uh, a fan of of um, the what was it the killer um, the hillside strangler the lake the hillside strangler or whatever so yeah. was he kind of like a copycat or what he was uh, was did they consider him a copycat or he he looked up to it I mean he was taking a lot of things from uh, from his uh, from his pages you know. But I don't know if he looked up to him or not. I don't think they clarified that in any. To him, it was just more of a. But, I, but what really got me too was a. If you haven't, I don't even think they touched on this in the. In the documentary, because they did it right. They tried to. They tried, They stayed away from the. From actually glorifying him, in the. I don't know if you noticed that, but they stayed away from glorifying him in the actual uh, documentary. And mm-hmm. it was more based on how they caught him and uh, and the detectives and the detective work that it took to catch him, you know. So it was I think it, it, it surrounded more around that versus uh, versus him just uh, getting glorified as a serial killer. Yeah. So this. So when was it? It was eighty five. No? Well, when he got caught. When he started when his he whole fucking the, spree. Yeah, I was in the eighties. I don't remember exactly. Eighty five, eighty eighty seven, way something like that. Because I was looking right here that the Hillside Strangler. I think it was he did his shit from the seventy seven to seventy eight. So it it was a little bit right after that. Yeah, because I might have been around ten or eleven years old when that shit was going down. So you, I mean, ten or eleven, you 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 remember already, you know? Oh yeah, you remember all that shit. Period. You know, even if you ask uh, if you ask our parents around that time, ask them like uh, what they remember from it, and they'll tell you. It was uh, it was one it was one of those things where you know you, uh, as soon as the sun went down, you just go in your house and you hunker down and make sure everything's locked and you don't leave any windows open and you don't leave any doors unlocked and and even then you go to sleep and any little noise you hear outside or anything like that, you started uh, flipping out, you know. Yeah, because he was convicted in 89, way. So, um. That'd be like 87. So he, yeah, he was convicted in 89. Uh, 13 counts of murder, 5 attempted murder, 11 sexual assaults, and 14 burglaries, way. Yeah, Y todavía el güey no lo pudieron chingar, se murió de, no sé qué. Uh, B-cell lymphoma. Yeah, some cancer. Like throat cancer. Acabarla de chingar, güey. Yeah. 
So he didn't even get taken out properly. The, the his health took him out. Yeah, he he would have still been. I guess there. that's a trip. Yeah, that's a trip to Ohio because of the with the whole fucking um, like death row and shit, bro. How they how a lot of those people are are there for fucking years and shit. But then, but then there's been a lot of cases where where um people have come out of their innocent bro so it's like you know and one and one thing you're like well fuck you know they should just grab them and fucking and kill them bro like as you know as soon as you they have enough evidence and then why the fuck wait you know but and then i get it bro i mean there's been a lot of cases where you know other evidence has came out or where it shows otherwise and then you know people get off with shit i don't know yeah but i mean uh to me like that whole death row situation I don't know what what uh what everyone's thoughts are on that, but to me the that whole death row thing is I mean if if you already I think if you take out, you know, X amount of people and that's just your thing, you know, it wasn't like you got into a brawl and, and, and you know and there were casualties where people ended up dying and then you know you get blamed for it, yeah, you're gonna have to pay, you're gonna have to do your time. But when it's like your thing, like that's what you do, you're a serial killer then there's no question in my mind, you know, you got to be taken out. You know, it's not a, you're not a casual, you're not a casualty. You just got to be taken out, period. And, and yeah, you think about it that way, it makes a lot of sense. But uh, they wait for fucking ever, bro. I mean, you know, you see, I don't know what's the longest fucking uh, death row case or for somebody to get, but I know it's more than 10, 15 years away. Well, I mean, I think up till recently it was the first time around where what they took like a couple of people out, right? Because they 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 reopened the death sentence or whatever, and they uh, just recently, I, yeah, just recently, and they took out a couple of people, you know, with the lethal injection. Because I think they had oh, pulled shit. it because it was a uh, they had pulled it because it was uh, inhumane what they were doing. And they had all these uh, protests and things like that. But just recently, they opened it back up. And I think the most recent, they took out like uh, three or four people that had been sitting on death row for a long time. Fuck, wait, that's crazy. Yeah, so I, I mean, to, to me, if you have a motive to, to do it, and if you're if you're if that's your thing, then yeah, you should be taken out. If you were just, a, if, if people die because of a casualty, because you, let's say you did something stupid and people die... And that's different because, you know, that wasn't your intention. Yeah, you, you took people with you because you did something stupid, but you were not out to kill people. Right? Yeah. So that, that's iffy. And even then, some people might think differently and say, you know, not nah, fuck that. They're, they got to go too. But the for sure for sure if you're out there doing it on purpose and you know what you're doing and you're taking out you know 10 people at a time then yeah you gotta go you know like those dudes that walk in with machine guns and and shoot places up they gotta go yeah and that's crazy to think about it that way because you're like i mean personally i've never really been hunting way or anything like that but i think even that for me is kind of fucking um you know, strange and shit, you know, like fucking killing an animal. I mean, I'll eat the motherfucker way, but imagine just fucking uh, killing a person with that cabron, no way. You have to have some fucking. Tienes que estar seriamente demente, way, para hacer una mamada de esas, way. Well, yeah, I think you just have to have no, uh, 
no feelings pretty much yeah like it's, you can you're gonna treat that just the way you uh the way you might butcher a cow or a pig that's the way you're gonna butcher a person and you're not gonna have any feelings towards it you're just gonna do it yeah that's like all that shit going on in Mexico, man. And they don't, you know, a lot of those, there's a lot of serial killers out there. Wait, they're, they're killing for different motives and shit like that. But it's the same fucking deal, you know. And they're also just killing each other. So that's a plus. Well, I mean, that that's one thing. Si, si, fuera, si se quedara así de esa manera, está bien, güey. Pero también se está metiendo con la pinche, you know, con la gente, güey. And I think that's where, that's where, that's where I have an issue with it. You know what I mean? It's not. Yeah. And that's what, that's what I was talking about. Those are the casualties. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the, if you're going to be in the, involved in that, you're going to become a death. That was a casualty of something where you were around or whatever the case might be. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I mean, I've, I mean, and I don't even like to see those videos where I know that. And especially when I was out there, you know, I have a cousin of mine was um, they had like this little WhatsApp group and shit where they would share videos. And he was showing me some fucking shit, bro. And I was just like, I don't want to see that shit no more, dog. That shit makes me feel fucking <laughs> sick, way, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's not good for your for your for your psyche. Period. No, wait, but it's good. You know, they're fucking evil way. Just some fucking evil fucking people way. Yeah, like you said, you know, we focus a lot on on um, on serial killers, and we focus a lot on on what we think is uh, something that's structured, but it's not even structured. It's just everyday people that are evil, right? Yeah. And it's everyday people that uh, that can do what you said in those videos, and then you can probably shake their hand at the store or something or at a party. You would never know. Yeah, you know, you know, it's just part of what they do. You know what I thought about? Way I don't know if you ever thought about this, like, because you know how we used to fucking party back in the days, no way. We were everywhere, way. We were random pads and fucking random neighborhoods and shit. I wonder if we were ever like super close to fucking being fucking killed, way. Like where somebody was looking at us, like I'm gonna fucking kill this fool. And then it just yeah, I mean, it just didn't happen. Very, very possible, you know, very possible because that's one of the things that. Well, that, and you know how I am. For me, that's why every time when I did things like that, I was always alert to what was going on, what was going down, who's around, who's coming in, who's going out, where the cars are parked. And when as soon as I started seeing things start get sketchy, I said, "Hey, let's go." Yeah. And I would just and I would pull everyone out of there. You know, they would be like, "Why? Why are we leaving?" Or whatever. It's like, you know, let's just go. And a trip out because we were young too. We were, I mean, we were doing this shit, you know, we were super young. So, you know, a lot of these cats that were out there, they were like, you know, our age now and shit. And they're looking at shit different and they're ready to fucking take action. And then not only that, they're, you're not drinking the same anymore, you know, because when you're fucking younger, your plan is to go out there and get fucking plastered. You know, that's 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 the only thing on your fucking mind. You don't fucking think about no consequences where you're just like, tonight I'm going to get fucked up. And, yeah. you know, you lose sight. Like you were saying, you were when you would go out with us, you would ha you would be the one fucking seeing what's up and seeing who's looking at us a certain way or, hey, you know, some shit's about to crack. Let's get the fuck out of here, you know? Why we were just fucking partying, you know, not really thinking about that, you know? Yeah, it's usually usually it's not a big deal, but if you just uh, if you let your guard down and you uh, 
And, you know, I think this is, I I consider this to be a tip for anybody that's in in that age bracket where they're doing that. You know, always be aware of your surroundings, you know, especially nowadays because, because back then it was more noticeable. And nowadays it could be anybody. Oh, yeah. Right. And back then it was also, it could be anybody, but I mean, the potential nowadays is a lot more than what it used to be. And it sounds before they, they, before they used to have to like know where you were physically at. Yeah. Now they could just track you like electronically and then know where you're going to be at in the next hour or whatever. Yeah. So that's, it's a little bit crazier. And it sounds stupid, dog. Like, you know, Hey, watch your surroundings. Cause you're like, well, what the fuck? I'm I'm partying. I'm not going to be watching. But you definitely just have to make sure that you have a fucking exit plan. I know that sounds like you're overthinking it, bro. But trust me, some, when the shit fucking kicks, shit hits the fan way, you wanna, you're gonna want to know where to go, you know. And, and and it might not be for everyone either, because uh, back then it was just uh, we were going to places that we had no idea where we were, as far as uh, you know, house parties or people inviting us over to their house to drink or whatever. So we were doing these things, and now it's more of a, like uh, everybody's doing everything, but with people that they know. Yeah, yeah. Right? And they have more of a connection with those people. And people have also calmed down a lot more, too, because now all your all your uh, personal stuff's on blast. So you can't be incognito. You can't be... You can't, you can't fly under the radar. And back then, oh, you could definitely fly under the radar. They wouldn't find you, you know, to who knows when. Like when we were just talking about that other documentary, the fucking uh, Don't Fuck With Cats way, we were just talking about it just before we jumped on. And we were just talking about how crazy that, I mean, if you really want to see how far social media plays a part in in them catching you or or them knowing where you're at, that's a fucking documentary to watch right there, bro, because it's a trip how they pinpointed where this fucker was at, you know, and collectively you know and it's it was fucking crazy bro that's a good documentary anyways that's for another day um yeah like all all they have all the all it takes is for a group of people to want to find you yeah once you once you have that that's it they're gonna find you they're gonna find you it doesn't matter how it's gonna might take how long it takes but they're gonna find you that's like everything's out there we'll touch on that in another episode because i really want to get into like the whole fucking um how the internet now is like canceling people and and all this other shit. So that kind of ties into that and we'll jump into it. But, um, what I was tripping out on, uh, on that documentary from, uh, Richard Ramirez was the, you know, the girls that were going to see this foot at the fucking, uh, at the court hearings way, like they're oh, attract- groupies, right? Like, fucking groupies way. No mama's way. That's another yeah, trip yeah. right there. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean the whole groupie thing, I don't get, but um, apparently there is some sort of attraction to some to somebody, uh, you know, that that does that. Yeah, and that might be part of the drive too. Who knows? But what what makes me question that is like it makes me question those women. Yeah. Oh, well, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like the Manson girls. Makes me right? question them. Yeah, it makes me question them. Like, if they idolize that, what makes you think that? They don't want to be like that or that they're not they're If they're down with that, they're going to be a part of that. Yeah. Right. Which means they're going to stick by his side while he would be doing these things. Even like that, um, that officer was talking how when he was uh, in the courtroom and he walks out and he's sitting down next to this kid. Right. And the guy's like wondering, well, I wonder if this kid's here because of 
this fucker did something to him and he looks down at his hand and he has a fucking pentagram on his fucking just like Richard Ramirez way yeah it was uh, like, like uh, he idolized the guy yeah you know so eso está cabrón como dice un pendejo como sea no way pero los pendejos que siguen al pendejo yo creo que that shit's even scarier than just that regular dude because now you have I'm sure that there's fools that are that you can manipulate that 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 don't think for themselves way that you know that's a that's a scarier thought way not to fucking take it political but that's like look at the Donald Trump shit way the same thing way it's like you have this guy Is that the, here, here's the whole thing this is the, go ahead there's you have this guy way uh, president and and he's and he's low key fucking uh, dividing everybody and then you have the people that are that are you know, catching on and going and going with what he's saying, way and then to me, those fucking people are the ones you need to worry about. You know. Yeah, but I mean, uh, this is how this is the way I look at it. This is how it goes. It's just uh, we always tend to follow the the people that um, you know that drive with what we're into, with what we like to do, right? So we're doing things that aren't bad, which is fine. So you know, we like hanging around with people that that like the same music. That uh, that that maybe you know wear the same clothing that like the same type of cars you know so that's the we tend to click to that right so then now now put that in their perspective so those people have the same mentality that this guy has so they tend to le- levitate towards him and they want to be a part of that I guess that makes sense um, but and another. I mean, to put it in a different perspective, way you're—that's kind of like you know, you're like you're saying you're do, you're not doing nothing that's wrong way, but when you're fucking wrong, you're wrong way. Like that's just that's just just morally like you should even just be a human and be like, okay, this is not ethical or whatever you want to call it, you know. Um, but yeah, I see what you're. I see. I see where you can connect that, and I see. I see what no, you mean. No, the, but there, there, there's people that think that way, but they never act on it, right? There's people that that think that way, but they never act on it. That makes sense too. Yeah. Un, un, until they see somebody that acts on it, and then the wheels start turning. Yeah, and that could be the only trigger that they need to act on something. Yeah, that's when the people. That's when the people rise. Yeah, that's crazy, right? man. But the, yeah, we'll see what happens. They um, supposedly. Uh, I, I had seen on this blog post that they were going to make a part two of that documentary because there was a lot of stuff that got left out. Which I don't know how much more you can leave out, but um, we'll see where they go with it. You know, we'll see where they go with it. We'll see maybe if there's other cases. That's what I was talking about when I didn't even know about the fucking him being a pedophile and all that. So I don't know if they're going to, you know, kind of concentrate on that, which I, you know, I wouldn't give that motherfucker anymore. Well, he's dead already now, but, um, any more light than he already fucking had, you know. Either way, so when you go back to that, and you look at his documentary, and you look at his at everything that he did, you know he he's gone, right? And I guess everybody's uh not I don't know if it's if you want to call it anger or everybody's uh, gripe that they have with them would be that, and that I have with it too is like uh, I never thought he paid for what he did, right? Oh yeah, it's definitely. I don't think that either. He he got lo- he got locked up. Yeah, okay. Well, you know, there's uh, uh people that owe traffic tickets that are locked up. You know. 
So, I mean, that to me is, that's, that's like a slap in the hand. I mean, for doing what he did, and, and uh, he pretty much, he got away scot-free, I would say. His health, his health took him away, but that so does uh, everybody else that's been dying, uh, the, uh, you know, around these years. Yeah. You know, so that, that doesn't mean shit. Yeah, because that was something you were gonna, you were prone to fucking fall to, anyways. But yeah, you didn't, you didn't really fucking pay for, you know. Now, I know it comes down to, um, you know, uh, being humane and all this shit too, man. But I don't know, man. I, I kind of, I, I still kind of, in a way, I feel like, you know, the punishments for shit like that should be a little more harsh, you know. No, that's right. Well, but now think about it this way, because this is the way I think about it. And I'm going to tell you what it is, and you and you give me your, your perspective on it. We can't, we can't be, uh, we can't be animals, way, right? Because if if we become animals, then yeah, there's going to be this, but then uh, you're going to have a if 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 it's okay to do that and punish people, and do, you're going to have somebody that's going to take it overboard. Somebody that's going to go crazy from it. Somebody that's going to overdo it, you know? Yeah, I, I can see where you're going with that. So you can't do that. We can't be animals. So there has to be some sort of structure. So it's either everybody or nobody. And in this case, it's nobody. That's why we fall into this and into this type of shit. And now they do have the death penalty. But how long does that ride? You know? Because I'm, sure I'm sure that there was, uh, you know, thousands of people that wanted this guy taken out the day of. Well, yeah, especially because, you know, like we were talking about, especially because he's saying he confessed to the fucking murderer's way. Like, you're, there's no question about what happened. There's no question about what you did. What the fuck are we waiting for? I don't get that. But then again, I'm sure legally, you know, there's a lot of these legal fucking bullshit loopholes way that I'm sure legally, wait, there's something that's binding them to fucking to act that way, you know, a lot of people might say, ah, for the government, whatever they want, you know, I don't know if that's the case, but to me, you know, I, yeah, I get it. Maybe if the, maybe if there's not sufficient still evidence, maybe, I don't know, maybe if the thing could go a certain other way, then I would be like, all right, fuck it. You know, let's, let's sit on it and let's fucking see what happens. But yeah, this motherfucker, you know, a bunch of interviews being all fucking crazy and in in the fucking uh courtroom you know fucking saying hell satan and all kinds of shit way like he did it way like what the fuck are we waiting for you know yeah but you know if, if you if you know i don't know how many of these documentaries you watch or how many of these serial killers you follow there's also been people that claim oh yeah yeah other people's murders right yeah yeah so before they even found this guy, they had other people saying that I'm the Night Stalker. Yeah, which <laughs> fucking you know, uh, fucking people. And they wanted they they wanted to get taken out, and they wanted to get the fame as the Night Stalker. They say I'm the one. So then you know if you fall into that and you're pulling the trigger quick too and all that stuff, so you don't even know where to go. That's why there's all these rules, which are in some in some way or another they're stupid, but there has to be some sort of structure. That makes a lot of sense, we. That makes a lot of sense, because now that you put it in that, now that you put it like that way, now I'm, I'm, and I'm trying to think of this documentary that I was watching way, where the same shit was happening way, 
where people were fucking claiming to be the fucking killer and they were calling in and, and all this other shit. I don't remember it, but yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Way makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So where do you take it from there after they, uh, after you have all these people claiming that. So what do you do as a, as a, as an authority? Like, where do you think that should go? Yeah. It's hard to make a decision when it gets to that point, you know? Um, yeah, I wouldn't want to be on that end. And then nowadays, now you have like families that are involved in all these things. So let's say there's a, a 18 year old kid that claims to, to do all these murders. His ass gets thrown into death row. He gets taken out like we were talking about, you know, immediately there's no doubt you're confessing. You're the one and they want to put a name on you and you get taken out. And then it turns out that you weren't the one. And then this guy shows up later with all the proof showing, yeah, I did it. Look, here's what, you know, with whatever. Then what happens and I, there? And I think in those years, it was a little bit, it was a lot harder, right? Because um, they were still working on fingerprints and you know, you remember how they were saying like they kind of followed his tracks because he was wearing those fucking shoes. So those were that was really the only thing that kind of tied him in in the beginning. But nowadays, bro, with forensics and all this shit, bro, it's a lot harder, man, because you're bound to fucking slip up with you're bound to fucking leave a print somewhere or, you know, if somebody scratches you, you know, you're going you're gonna to leave your DNA or I mean, it's it's a lot harder now, I think. For anybody uh, thinking about doing that shit, um, but yeah, it's 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 different different times with before, and you know, the, the just the law's been getting a lot better with all with all like I'm saying with science and shit like that. So they're, they're able to fucking track you now, like even with your saliva, blood, whatever. Where you go, you see these cops fucking doing um undercover work. Where if you go to a restaurant and you're drinking out of your cup, they'll go and they'll pick that shit up. No, well, that's for that's for sure. So. Whether it was harder or easier, it's just that that part of it I don't think is ever going to change because there's too much red tape for people to be, uh, you know, just uh, smoked initially, like right out of the way. <clears throat> the, the, uh, those days are over. The the lynching days and, uh, you know, if you watch a lot of the stuff that goes on in like in uh, in Central America where the, you know people take uh, the law into their own hands and you know. And they're taking people that are robbing homes and they're beating them up in the in the town square and they're tying them up to poles and they're doing that's some that's that's already a mom mentality. Do you really want that to be a part of, of society? We're not animals either, you know? No, definitely not. Definitely not. Like I said, when you put it in that when you put it that way, I can see it. Um but now when I brought up the whole fucking uh like the forensic things, I mean there's only so much that, you know, you're going to be able to say you did, especially when they have super hard evidence against you. It's it's kind of hard to shake that, you know? For sure, man. So what do you think, Arnal? I think uh, we, we said our piece on this whole Night Stalker thing. We don't want to drag it out. You know, these are just our thoughts on what, uh, on what we saw and, uh, you know, a little bit of what I felt when it was going on in, uh, around those times. Uh, but it, uh, it was something uh, pretty scary, you know, the... Besides the Night Stalker, I don't know if you guys know, but beside the Night Stalker, his other uh, nickname was the Boogeyman. You know, so he had a few. Look it up, also. Yeah, Night Stalker, Boogeyman. I don't know what else. I'm sure it's all over the internet, but yeah, he had a few of them. But I guess, I guess the 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 news or or like the news channels or or 
that were the ones putting the names until they somebody said the Night Stalker, and that's the one that stuck, you know? Yeah, and how did it stick? It was a, I think it's the perfect fitting name. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. All right, Carnal, so what do you think? Let's wrap this one up. And, uh, you know, I think this was a somber one, and it was a little bit of a, of a more of on the serious side, right? It was a little bit more of a yeah. kick, but hey, we got to take it for what it is. Yeah, definitely, man. And uh, I, right now we're having this fucking extreme uh, internet issues, man. Um, so yeah, let's wrap this one up, carnal. Uh, I don't know what's going on. I don't know if it's my internet or your internet, um, yeah. or everybody's on fucking Zoom right now because everybody's quarantined. But something's fucking weirds going on. And there's nothing fun about night stalking. So this is uh, <laughs> that's the, <laughs> that's the vibe you're gonna get off of this one, but. Uh, We'll try to make the next one a little more lively. And uh, so what do you think, Arnal? Let's call it quits on this one and uh, let's put the outro. Yeah, man. Sounds good. Hey, eh? gente, uh, for the continuing listeners, gracias. Um, you guys stay safe, like we always say. Um, and thanks for listening. Do you admit to being evil, Richard? We are all evil in some form or another. Convicted serial killer Richard Ramirez seemed to relish the concept of evil, and once upon a time, a lot of folks in the state of California viewed the one-time Texas altar boy as evil's human embodiment. Yes, I am evil. Not 100%, but I am evil. In the summer of 1985, the Texas drifter descended like a deadly disease on a hot California night. A one-man epidemic of madness and murder. One of America's first serial killers to be given a brand name. The name, The Night Stalker. Lock your doors, lock your windows. If you have the ability to provide additional security devices, then by all means do so. Who wants to be next? I don't. No one else does. He preyed on both women and men, young and old. He slipped through windows, slit throats, raped, tortured, and killed. 